I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're all very welcome to the show. Uh, I was chatting to our Mal ladies footballer, Amy Mackin, last week. Um, the interview was recorded before her move to the Melbourne Demons AFLW team. I did get to ask her about uh, a potential move to the AFLW, but um, Amy gave me a politician's answer, we'll say. Um, so we did get to talk about all things Armagh ahead of their league final against Leash. So I hope you enjoy the show. I'm delighted to be joined now by Armagh ladies footballer Amy Mack. And Amy, how's it going? I'm all good. How are you? Not too bad now, not too bad. Um, so we're here for the launch of the 2023 uh, Gaelic for Girls programme by Glen Vey. We're giving um, clubs the chance to win a training session with uh, yourself or one of the three other ambassadors. So I, I seen um, one of the, the videos this morning you were doing around the world with them, Amy. It didn't look too simple now. No, um, I was hard for me, never mind for the kids. Um, but no, it's great to be involved again as an ambassador. And um, I suppose I've seen firsthand the work that Gumbe and the LGFA do um, to promote ladies' get of football in small communities around Ireland. So it's great to be involved again and it's a great programme for uh, young girls. Is it something um, coaching you've ever done before like that? Yeah, I've actually, we hosted uh, the Gaelic Girls programme at my own club a few years back. So I've sort of helped around my own club coaching um, with different age groups. So it's something I enjoy, um, especially I think this programme, just because like when we were doing it, we went round um, a lot of our local primary schools and it was more to attract girls that um, aren't involved yet. So that was the the, the good thing about it. Um, so to see a few faces, a few new faces at the club was great. And is it something you've noticed maybe in general in Armagh um, that there there is maybe more of an interest in, among young girls and, and more of an enthusiasm? I suppose maybe it's a bit more popular to play to play um, ladies football nowadays. Yeah, it's actually something I was talking about recently um, to someone just when the men's and the ladies teams are doing well, you know, there's a bit of a buzz about the county, um, you know, which is great for the younger generation and 
you know, we probably had a few years there with both where there wasn't much going on, so it was a lot quieter. And whereas now, um, uh, there's more of a buzz about it, and it's exciting for all the young kids. You see them out on the pitches after the matches, and um, it's just they're they're looking at the two teams as if they want to be out there playing too. So that's nice to see, and um, it'll only help Arma grow, I suppose, in the future. Definitely, yeah. Um, maybe mixed fortunes this week between the men's and the ladies team. You know that. Um better than most given given your own uh, siblings but um we'll start with the ladies that was uh you've had a, a flawless league campaign really to date so m- must be happy with how things are going yeah we're delighted and um, i suppose we've just set the start the, the tone at the start of the year to say that we're taking each game as it comes and um we've done that um, and thankfully we're in a good position now and um, so we're in the league final and that's where we want to be and um, it's up against a tough team like leash who we played in round five um, so it was a very tough game and, you know, they've been in Croke Park and won finals, so they're used to that. And so um, it'll be an exciting game. We're all looking forward to it. Um, so there's no better place to be uh, when you're playing a final than in Croke Park. Definitely not. Um, is it something, promotion, like I think you've been in Division 2 since 2017. So is it something, and I know you've, the last two years you've been knocked out at All-Ireland quarterfinalists, they just say. Is, is it something you feel maybe... Gaining promotion in the league is is something that can help you make that step up in the championship yeah, as well, even. Yeah, exactly. I think um, it's just you'll be playing because we're playing senior championship teams in the championship. Um, obviously, it'd be ideal to play them in the league um, to get a good run out uh, and just to help us develop more as players and as a team. Um, but that's the same. Leash are thinking the exact same. So that's where it'll be tough um, in two weeks' time. But yeah. listen, we'll go out. Um, the aim is to get promoted. Um, we'll do our do our work over the next few weeks and give it our best shot. And you know, anyone playing football where you want to be is at the top level. And for us and for everyone in Division Two, the next level is Division One. So that's that's our aim, and that's where we'll strive to get to. Um, there was one kind of disappointing piece of news, I suppose, over the weekend when in Division Two the Cavan and Tyrone game was was cancelled with with the Cavan players um, going on strike. So is it something? Like it's it's obviously disappointing to see that. Um, is it something like you've come across in, in in your own experiences, like the difficulties that they explained, or um, how have you how have you found it? Um, to be honest, I don't know a lot about the situation in Cavan. I seen over the weekend that they didn't play, um, which is obviously uh, I feel sympathy for the players because obviously as players you just want to play football, and obviously they didn't have that chance, so. I'm not too sure about the specifics or the logistics around it, um, so I don't I don't know too much. Um, I suppose from my own county, we we wouldn't have had an issue like that, so um, that's all I can speak about. Okay, well, well, one thing they said was they look over at the lads and they kind of see, like they see that the lads maybe get a small bit more than they do, and um, in your own house, you'd obviously have first-hand experience of seeing what the lads do and how they're treated. Um, and like maybe there are small differences, and I suppose some of it is understandable. But um, is it ever like like would you notice differences, or is it ever something that would I suppose um, frustrate you a, a small bit? Um, not and as I say, our household we've got both sets, but um, no, for our ma, that's all I can speak about is we've a pretty supportive um county board and. 
yeah, like as I said, we're out as much as the men's, we're training as much as the men's, and um, to be fair, our county board support us. Um, I'm not too sure exactly. We don't talk all the time about what the men are getting, um, but um, from our ladies' perspective, uh, our county board is very supportive of us, and we have great people around us. So as we mentioned earlier, um, the two of you, the two girls, yourself and Blahin would have been very happy the weekend. Um, the two lads mightn't have been as happy after getting relegated. So it's uh, I'd say it's a very busy house around this time of the year anyway. Yeah, it was mi- mixed emotions. Um, we were sort of fortunate enough. We were on our way home from tips. So we had a few hours uh, on the bus to sort of let them settle at the house before we came in and um, spoil the party a bit. But no, obviously they were first. As soon as their match was over, they were looking to see how we got on um, and they knew how important our match was. But yeah, it's a bit of a mixed emotions house, but um, yeah, we're all back at it training this week, so it's back to normal. And um, they have different targets, obviously. They're back to championship now, so um, they'll be looking to move on and um, uh, put another big performance in in a few weeks um, against Antrim. So yeah, it'll be busy. The wash machine is the busiest around this time. Definitely. <laughs> um, the parents be kept busy, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. You mentioned the um the kind of the buzz around Armagh and like while the the relegation for the lads might like it was it's disappointing in that sense um it is it is something that I think people even from outside Armagh have noticed that there's there's a huge support for for both yeah. as well. Yeah, um probably you see it more so at the away matches you see the amount of travel um amount of supporters that travel side um but yeah I think everyone in Armagh um. There's not as there's not too much else happens in our man other than football. So um, whenever there's a match, everyone in our man tries to get to it. But we be I know myself, um, without being part of the ladies' game, we'd be fully supportive of the boys' team. Um, and we try to get to as many games as we can. Um, and the boys are the exact same to be fair. Um, so it's great it's great to be at that level. Um, obviously there's fine margins now at the high level between winning and losing, I think. That's where our match just came up a bit short. Um, so they'll be looking to improve and next year they'll be looking to get back up to promotion. Um I just want to ask you about um Blaheen. So she had the uh, I seen you were actually down there in Australia when um they won the grand final with uh Melbourne. So that must have been yes. a, a great experience for the whole family, really. Yeah, yeah, it was class. Um, myself, my brother and my mum went out for the final. So it was it was unbelievable. Um, I suppose when you're over here, you probably don't realise the significance of it. Um, but to them, that's the equivalent of winning all Ireland. So it was massive. And for Sinead Goldrick as well, she was out there. So for two Irish girls to be on the team, you know, it was pretty special. And it'll be one memory that will stick with them. And it's a class experience to be out there and see it live. And she she won it in just I think she was only down there four months. So um, yeah, there's a wee bit of sagging. Yeah, a wee bit of a slag, and um, Sinead Goldrick was saying she was there for four years, and Brian was there for four months, and <laughs> they picked up the medal. So, no, it was great, you know, um, the way they went on through the games, obviously, we were watching Brian's team, um, Melbourne Demons, so the way they got went through the campaign, um, you know, they were brilliant the whole way, so it was, it was just icing on the cake whenever they won it. Has she been trying to drag you down with her? Hi. <laughs> oh, no, um, it was a bit of background in the house, but um, no, my I'm just focusing on Armagh at the minute. So, yeah, no, it was a great experience getting out and seeing it. Yeah, it is. Um, 
She's it's especially this year it's kind of taken off. There's girls heading down nearly um very often. Um is it something like I suppose it's a great opportunity for, for girls and especially when like Blohim was playing at the weekend for Emma, when you can mix it, it it's probably suits that way. Yeah, definitely. I think because the seasons sort of don't clash, um, it's great you can get to play county football and then for the likes of Blahim, she'll head back and whenever the season's done. The only downfall is then you miss club football, which is obviously it's for, very important to us. Um, we're having involved in our club, but yeah, that's just probably the only downfall. Um, other than that, the two seasons work out sort of perfectly for, for each other. Yeah, she'd definitely be a big loss on, on a club team anyway, I can imagine. Tough. Yeah, definitely, especially especially in uh, our club. You know, she's a massive part of our team, um, off the pitch and on the pitch. So, yeah, she's a miss, but um, we know she'll be back. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned how busy the house is there. Um, I'd say growing up, was there just could you even walk around the house with all the footballs around the place? Yeah, there's a, a few broken windows um, at times from. Mm-hmm football matches in the kitchen or whatever but no it was great um speaking earlier about that actually uh you probably don't realize the skills you're learning when you're just kicking about the house or outside the house but you know you could be kicking the wall the ball against the wall a hundred times um, and you don't even realize you're practicing you know it's just fun and um, we my dad was heavily involved in gm he would have took us everywhere so we all got hooked um, and that's it we've competitive heads in us so there's a few rows about the house when we were younger, but no, it was great fun, and uh, we all look back and have fond memories of that. Yeah, and I can only imagine when when your brother is involved, they probably they probably toughen you up as well. Yeah, that's it. It was boys against girls majority of the time, and so me and Blahin against Connor and Kieran, and it was just literally whatever was on the TV we were playing, whether it was Gaelic when the rugby was on, we were out playing rugby, having scrums, and then. Tennis would be on. You'd imagine you're Wimbledon, and that's just the way it was. It was we were always into sport, and um, no matter what it was. And obviously, because we were heavily involved in GAA, and um, that was sort of where we got hooked. And yeah, it was just it was fun, and that's what we loved. Yeah, just thinking about it, like to have the four involved. Um, the the house must be nearly like a, a revolving door with so many going out and going training, and there's something on every night. It's a yeah, it's busy. Um, we just bypass each other, you know. And we were saying during COVID times, it was probably the only time we got to sit down um, and eat together, sit at the dinner table and eat. So um, we're back to normal now. It's just in and out. Um, but no, it's great that I have Blahin and then obviously Kieran is Connors. So um, no, our parents are fully supportive of us. And to be honest, we don't know what we'd be doing if we weren't involved. <laughs> we'd be pretty bored. So it keeps us busy. Mm-hmm. Um, the LGFA came out um, recently and it was a bit of a controversial one um, now and there was lots of d- divided opinions on it when they came out and said they were committed to the inclusion of, of transgender players in, in the association and I know um, World Athletics came out during the week and they kind of were the opposite saying that transgender um, people aren't allowed to compete in, in female athletics um, like what is your is your take on that? Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know enough about it, or I haven't read too much about it to know to probably to even base an opinion off anything. Um, I suppose that's down to the people that's running the organisation, and I haven't, I haven't, as I say, read too much into it to know 
to know what to make a comment about uh, for a start or what I'd be talking about. So um, probably the best that I don't that I don't speak about it when I don't know um, what it is. Um, you mentioned um, COVID times there, and I was talking to you before um, when you were just coming back from the cruciate, actually, and you yeah. mentioned how um, one of the main things you focused on there was getting the the right foot. So you're predominantly left footed. Um, is it still is that one of the main things you focus on uh, when you're sort of training yourself to try and get the right foot up to the same standard? Or what what do you focus on? I suppose when you go down to the field in practice. Yeah, no, I'm still still working on it. Um, it's a work in progress, but I'm slowly getting more confident um, about turning on to my right foot. Um, it's just it's just to change it up, I suppose. You're always looking to improve, and for me, that's one thing that I definitely want to improve, and I'm still improving on. Um, so, yeah, when I'm down in the pitch, shooting is the main priority that I'm trying to work on because that's majority of the time that's the area I'm going to be in. So um, I like to be able to change it up and the more confident to get in the right foot, you know, um, it'll be easier to take it into matches then, hopefully, and um, just to become a bit more unpredictable. Would you notice sometimes players' backs would be like st- trying to stay on your left side and maybe you could take it away down the right then, or is, does it work out like that? Um, I suppose sometimes, yeah, you can hear sometimes on the sideline, um, maybe people shouting to go on the left, but if they do do that, it's brilliant because it'll open up an area maybe for someone else to come off my shoulder. So it's just about adapting. And I suppose um, I've had to adapt um, because that's the way it's been. So, yeah, no, I don't mind it because it, it, it's helping me get better as a footballer um, and it's pushing me to get better. So I don't mind if they do want to focus on one side. Yeah. And I suppose, like, do you know, when you're out practicing yourself, um, you know something like that just talking about the um gaelic for girls thing like when you're practicing yourself you'd um you learn a lot i suppose about different things and it maybe pop into your head that you could pass on to other people then when um you get the chance yeah exactly and i think um myself you know we would have watched a lot of footballers like i always enjoyed watching colin cooper and you know they're the type of players that you try to see um, try to watch them doing certain things or when they're in certain situations and how they get out of certain situations like David Clifford as well so you're always keeping an eye on them types of players to see if you can pick up any things yourself and that's what I was doing when I was probably about 13, 14 years of age um, so yeah I'm still doing it um, now but yeah if I can do that and any young player uh, learns off me it's great and that's really the main aim obviously at the minute playing football is a priority but Whenever you're looking back, if I could influence young people, um, that's important too. And we were asking about soccer when you were last uh, chatting to us as well. So, have you played any since? Or uh, no, I haven't. Um, it's hard. To, it's hard to get the time to. Um, but no, I haven't come back. And um, when I came back from a cruciate, so I decided I would just do the one sport. Um, it was hard to do the two, you know, with Gaelic getting getting so competitive you know you can you can't slip up in your preparation so um no uh, i'm happy with my decision so i'll stick with the gaelic for another one and, yeah. yeah lovely um listen thanks a million for that amy uh gaelic for girls ambassador and all the details for that are on ladiesgaelic.ie so um best luck in the league final limit thank you very much thank you thanks for having me
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 